Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Two Bro Brokers. I am Josh and with me as always is my co-host Daniel Craig. Yes, here we are. We are in sunny, sunny Dubai. We are outside drinking a pint at Kickers. Give me a cheers, Josh. Good to see you again. Cheers, Daniel. Good to see you. Uh, how are things, mate? Things are... I always want to say same shit, different day. Yep. But whenever I go into office... There's certain bullshit things that I can guarantee on a consistent basis, <laughs> but there are changes, and the changes uh, are in potential. Uh, <laughs> there are a few things that we're working towards that are just in that back burner. Right. They're just slowly coming to fruition. Um, what seems possible now might not be possible in the future, but yep. you know we've started certain projects that I'm involved with, with, with different landlords and uh, things are looking good for the future provided they actually happen. Mate, that's exciting. But, yeah, there's a few exciting things going on. Projects, retail centres, um, potential plots that haven't been developed yet and uh, and other things. I'll keep them quiet for now. Um, but yeah, and how was your first full week? First full week? Yeah, it was good, thank you, mate. Yeah, it's nice being... Uh employed again that's yeah. for sure you're wearing your nice white shirt you're officially a white collar again a, yeah exactly instead of mate. a I don't know what you wear before t-shirt t-shirt <laughs> granddad um, collar is that a thing you know your ex-boss has been calling me recently hey have you answered the phone no oh mate I don't know what to say <laughs> just yeah. uh, call him back now no oh come on come on let's just see what he's got to say I've actually I've been pretty busy uh, so I didn't answer it those busy times but I've been thinking I could call him but I, I can't I can't give him a call back do it on the podcast live you can hear the narcissist that no, you can't do that you can't record him I think you should knowledge. delete what you just said as well huh no I don't give a fuck but <laughs> <laughs> give him a call give him a call after this alright okay I'm intrigued to see what he's got to say uh, no we, first week of employment is good it's nice being back at a proper company um Mate, yeah, nothing to complain about. Learning the ropes, doing lots of training and stuff. Um, enjoying it, mate. Um, Good. How is uh, your book going? <laughs> oh, that well, yeah? It never gets old to you, does it? It's, it's never going to. No. It's, I told the you book not to about say that. I know you did. That's why I said it. I'd forgotten. Um, no, but how's your month going? It's the same as it was last week and the week before, to be honest. Yeah. What are you, uh, what are you on the board uh, for this I've month? I've got... I'm closing a second deal with a pretty large company. Um, it's the first time I've done a deal with this landlord. They do pay commission, okay. not to everyone, but they've agreed to give me a, a, a brokerage agreement with them uh, next month. Okay, which means nice. that they will give me a 5%. Right now, they're going to give me 3%. It's for rent. Okay. 3% is pretty low. So I'm not I'm not ecstatic about it, but... It's better than nothing. Uh, it's better than nothing. So, yeah. That's a big one, too. Uh, probably about 45k on the board. That's not bad. It could have been 75. So I'm not ecstatic about it. It's still five grand sterling, though, mate. Not, it's not bad I'm for not a month. I'm not complaining, but it could have been so much better. No, I hear you. Anyway, you, I think you mentioned a couple of weeks ago, or maybe last week, that you were like pitching for some villas. How did that go? What is going? I wasn't pitching for the villas. I was. That was a few weeks back. There was a a, a corner plot on in the Umsakim area that is 
very well located like the best exposure you could imagine and yeah we we pitched that ages ago <clears throat> with the the owner of the, the company yeah he's got about seven villas but we're planning on uh, bringing in one client who can take over the whole project Insane. and just make it theirs so we're we're looking right now after capex contributions in the region of about five million dirhams in rent for that project alone per year Fucking hell. Uh, possibly more, depending on how the deal works out. But that also includes um, paying back certain capex. And... It's exciting, man. It's, it's Mate, on the back. Sounds huge to me. Um, it's quite hard to push these deals across, just because I don't know. Both parties don't have the the, the full information of the other. You've really got to mash them together and force them to work with each other. <laughs> because they've already they're both as busy as each other they're so busy and that's what being a broker is like fucking <laughs> making something that sounds like a pipe dream and that might be amazing and actually making it happen making it reality yeah. yeah 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 I like that okay fair enough mate um, yeah was there anything else was we were, we were going to start with this to be honest today and it's biggie biggie back back to the max in Dubai and I don't pay tax wrong <laughs> You do fucking pay even, tax now. I don't know if we're going to keep that in. That was shit. Hey, we do pay that tax now. Shit. Corporate tax has been announced in Dubai. 9% for all you corporates out there. It was active and initiated as per the 1st of June. All oh, right, okay. Or was it the 9th? I don't care. The fact of the matter is we're now in mid-June and you better have registered. So... Break it down for me because I don't understand anything about corporate tax, right? What does it mean on a basic level? On a basic level, yeah. Before, when you were working and you're making profits, you were not charged any VAT for those profits. When you say you, you mean a business owner? A business would never have been charged for those profits. Right, okay. Now they're being charged 9%. On any amount of profit? Over. Uh, over the amount of 375,000 per annum. Which isn't a lot, to be fair. It's not that much. That's what, 60 grand sterling, something like that? But I think people in Dubai need to look into if having real estate income is classed as business per se. For residential, obviously, there's no tax involved in terms of um, uh, VAT, value added tax. so if I'm a private landlord and I'm renting out my property, I don't have to pay no. tax. True, yes. But if I've got loads of properties and, and you're I decided to make it... over 375000 per year, then you need to, and most likely should, look into it. Right. Um, and it goes with uh, commercial as well. Okay. They should be registered with tax anyway, but with regards to paying corporate tax, they should look into it immediately. Got you. So yeah, uh, it changes things. Uh, people should take note, start realizing they've got to pay nine percent. I wonder what kind of feedback they'll get after the first fiscal year. So why do you think this has been bought in now? It's still one of the lowest there are. Okay, what is it compared to like the UK, for example? What's the corporate oh, tax in the bro, UK? Oh, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Mate, there's this anywhere between fifteen and. 30, 25 maybe more but then you've also got 
there's there's corporate tax and yeah. then there's like local tax right like a local tra- tax. local trade tax which is for example i do business in the uk right corporate tax yeah i do business in glasgow city local trade tax fucking <laughs> hell and then you pay rates on your offices then you've got income tax you've got vat so you're being taxed left right and center whereas here it is just corporate tax flat rate nine percent yeah that's it it done. seems that way yeah interested mate so yeah again why do you think they've brought it in now why do you think this is happening what's the government's long term goal well for example right this is a good one in JVC you've got no pavements right yeah Yeah. so if JVC was Glasgow right and Glasgow didn't have fucking pavements yeah people would be like fuck the council man yeah I have no I can't even walk in the fucking pavements I am pissed off I've got to walk to work. Now, fair enough, JVC only has like one or two office buildings. But still. But they've got shops, they've got other places, uh, whatever, amenities. People walk if they live in JVC, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Nikhil, the developer of that, would charge local trade tax to those businesses within JVC. And use that. Uh, This is the difference, right? Local trade tax, this is what local trade tax is. Yeah. Like the money that goes to that local area just then contribute to that local area in terms of its councils yeah like i am in the council of jvc i'm in the glasgow council yeah and then they put money into oh there's a we need a park for the kids we'll put some funding in there we need some funding for the school we'll put some you know yeah i hear you but they don't have that over here it's just purely corporate tax right okay Okay. so that i think that goes it's a different entity it goes straight to the government right i hear you yeah all right so it goes straight to the government instead of like local areas or whatever so that's the difference between corporate tax and local trade tax which wasn't the question i asked but thank you for answering what was the question uh what are they going to do with this corporate tax fucking build a second burj khalifa i don't (laughs) i don't know something oh mate have you seen uh bingatti who have been commissioned to do the tallest building it's going to be the burj have also just teamed up with Bugatti, okay. the cars, to build a residential Bingatti, tower. Bugatti, Bugatti. Bugatti, Bugatti, yeah. That'd be quite sick. I would like to live in a Bugatti, Bugatti apartment, to be fair. All right, okay. Well, fair <laughs> enough, man. That would be quite bad. So, you, okay, fair enough. Um, so, we've, we've covered corporate tax. Covered corporate tax. It's a bit about the news, so we're going to go into the second topic. Josh, do you want to kick us off with this one? Are we still in the news? Yeah, we haven't even talked about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've got to mention it because it's topical and uh, keywords and stuff. It'll boost up our ratings and shit. The Titanic missing submarine. Mate, that's mad. How do you lose a submarine? Come you, on. You would have thought that they would have GPS on it and stuff. Right? I just don't get it, man. Some form of tracker. If but I they... lose my phone in the middle of a field and it runs out of battery, I can still find it. Can you? Yeah, they'll be fine friends, last location, all that sort of shit. But a submarine with five people in it has gone missing. That's insane. Yeah. And I saw a funny video. Uh, it's not funny, but it's kind of humorous. Quite ironic, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, is like the billionaire dude signing off the papers before he got in it and he was like oh i might die 
uh, conditions about this and this and this and he goes don't mind if I do and then signed the papers <laughs> and I was just when I saw it I was like oh for fuck's sake <laughs> last footage and you've just looked like an absolute talk about tempting fate yeah yeah the bit right so sort of in line with Dubai right Dubai is brilliant however they're uh, very good at construction with regulations that maybe aren't quite adhered to right okay this submarine apparently has now come out hasn't been certified hasn't been signed off should not be in use uh is dangerous you know so you lie down in the submarine all five of you yeah because then they fill you in from the outside so even if they're floating on the surface somewhere they may still run out of air unless they slay fucking hell it's insane why would you get in a thing like that? Well, there's a lot of rich people in that sub. Yeah, I think they're all rich. I think it's something like 200,000 so 200, Your pal's pounds. in a project, right? <coughs> He's got like a billion, billion pounds. You'd think he'd fucking spend the money on making sure his... But he's done the trip a hundred times. Is it, is it quite a lot, yeah? He's done it a few times and then he was like, oh, come on, guys, <laughs> jump in. <laughs> Fuck this. See if you won the lottery and you got a submarine and you're like, Dan, it's fucking I'm gonna go see the Titanic, do you want to come? I'd be like, sounds like a good expedition, Josh, but uh, let me see. Where did you buy this let me, submarine? Yeah, let, from? Let, me yeah, this, where did you get let me see this tank and then you hand me a contract and see if I you're die. probably gonna die. And then yeah. I'll be like are you fucking serious, Josh? <laughs> you can't guarantee my survival here? I know we're pals, but fuck you. Do you know what but I mean? to be fair, if you do skydiving, you sign a waiver that says you will you probably do. die. So what's a, the difference? That's a practice that's been done all over the world. You know, and you don't need... You're not... I mean, you're relying on parachutes that are videotaped being rolled up into bags <laughs> before you jump on a plane. The plane is serviced. The parachutes are serviced. The people are well-trained and you're on someone's back who knows what they're fucking doing and you've got a backup shoot yeah. you've got all this sort of stuff yeah. going so on yeah so you've got yeah automatic reserves <laughs> do you know what I mean that come out if your other parachute you know malfunctions it's not like a submarine where you go to the bottom of the pits or the fucking depths of the ocean and then you find yeah. out that oh shit the, there's no backup generator so we can't get back up right here's a question there's five of you stuck in this pod right this is completely hypothetical, by the way. There's five of you stuck in this pod, and you've got two hours of oxygen left. However, if there's only one of you in that pod, you've got ten hours of oxygen okay. left. Do you kill the other four? No. Really? You just go out. That's it. You're just done. Right, because if you do get resurfaced after ten hours and you're alive, but there's fucking four dead bodies, <laughs> they're going to be like, what happens here? Oh, they just choke themselves to death. I'm like, sure there's something about international waters and there's no law or, you know, you've done it out of survival. I'm sure there's probably some leeway there. Nah, bro. You're a dick. No, well, yeah, you're a dick. Or you come out and everyone... you survive. No, you'd get shot or something yeah. afterwards. <laughs> no way, man. Not to extend your chances of survival. The, the most I would do is be like, right, guys, if we're going to die in an hour, let's take some deep breaths and try and swim up. Yeah, but you can't get out. You're sealed in. You're also 3,500 metres or some shit underneath the ground. And you don't float because it's so heavy. It's so, and apparently if you come up too quickly, 
like the pressure will uh, blow your mind or something. Yeah, I don't think it would be possible to swim. Anyway, out. just leave it, I guess. <laughs> uh, who knows what will happen in the next 10 hours. Yeah, because you find out on Thursday, didn't you? Yeah. Mate, that's some scary shit though, isn't it? That's yeah. some proper scary shit. Um, <coughs> right, before we came, yesterday or something like that, bless you, mate, I was watching YouTube and an advert came up for this scientifically approved alternative for, you know, cotton buds that you clean your ears with. I think yeah. they're called Q-tips or something like that, right? Cotton buds. And um, the advert is this guy that's dressed like a doctor and it says Dr. Blah, 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 like that. And he's going, do you know how bad conventional Q-tips are to use? And then he does it and he goes, it just pushes the wax deeper. It's so dangerous. It's banned in the UK. I've gone, oh, I don't is think it this banned is in true. The UK? Yes, I Googled it. It is banned in the UK, but not because it's too dangerous, because it's plastic. Yeah. So you now have to buy wooden ones. And people and flush them down the toilets. But mate, how bad is that? This is a doctor misinforming us on an advert so that we buy a different product. Did you see this on an Instagram reel or something? A, a, an advert on YouTube, yeah. Yeah, fuck it, man. Yeah, but that's bollocks. Do you know what I mean? Flat out saying it's too dangerous, it's bad in the UK. And it's not factual at all. It's just the bollocks that you see, mate. Mate, it's nonsense, right? I could, I'm just like shocked. This is a doctor, or a doctor in air quotes, saying this. Fuck off, what are you talking I, about? I went out one night and uh, bashed my head off the ground. Oh, I've seen the video, it's on YouTube. And I went to the doctors and they told me I had a hangover. <laughs> <laughs> Which, to be fair, you probably did. I didn't. You, you, you I didn't because it happened on Saturday, Sunday passed, and then it's Monday. Oh shit, so and, two days later. Yeah, and I went there and I was like, just absolutely zoned out, man. Probably with a concussion. No, I was just trying not to do any sudden movements and stress myself. Even, I had to wait 30 minutes to see the doctor. Fucking hell. I was getting angry, I was like, I'm not angry, this is just what happens all the time. <laughs> like, trying to accept things. And then... Yeah, she told me I had a hangover. She calls me up the week later and she goes, how's your head? I said, oh, sore, uh, but it's fine now. She goes, oh, what do you think was the problem? I said, well... You're a doctor, you I tell said, me. I said, I definitely had some form of mild concussion or something. She goes, oh, we should have had an x-ray. Fuck and I said, hell. yeah, we should have fucking had an x-ray, but you told me I had a hangover and I just went home because you were stressing me out <laughs> and I didn't want to be stressed. So I went home. Fucking She's hell, like, man. oh, sorry about that. Well, next time, yeah, just let me know and blah, blah. I'm like, no fucking way. I'm <laughs> glad I had medical insurance for that place, because if I didn't... Would have been a hefty bill. Damn. Jesus, man. Anyway, let's move on. Cotton buds, who gives a fuck? That's <laughs> just interesting. <laughs> what have you put here? Incest. Interest. Because <laughs> you wanted to talk about the UK. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my one. Um, yeah, so announced today, um, the interest rates in the UK are staying the same, it's something like 8.7, despite inflation raising, rising still, right? So basically what that means is that the cost of living crisis isn't getting any better because for stuff like any loans you have, any credit cards, any mortgages, anything like that, you're paying more 
as well as goods going up, right? So you, okay. you cost a living and stuff. So I just wanted to bring it up. It, it got announced in the news today, obviously, but it's one of the good things about Dubai is that it's not, if you, depending on what lifestyle you want to live, it's not that fucking expensive out here, man. Like, okay, we're paying seven quid for a pint right now. But if I was like, right, I've spent my monthly budget on these pints, I now need to go home and eat, I can go to Viva and I can get, like, a week's worth of shopping. I know it's not quality food, I get that, but it is a supermarket. It's all still stamped and signed and stuff like this. And I could eat for a week on 200 dirhams, which is about 40 quid. I can get chicken, I can get rice, I can get pasta, I can get beef. Cost of living out here is becoming cheaper than the UK, I reckon. Do you want to hear something funny? No. So, someone I know recently got a villa in Emar South. Okay, yeah. He's got a garden, but there's no grass in the garden. Yeah. It's just sand. So you've got to landscape it, yeah. So, back in wherever country is normal, you'd be like, right, I better get some grass in there. Okay, so you, you shovel up the dirt, you, you manage to put it somewhere, and you put in fresh dirt, and you put in some seeds and water it. You know in Dubai, in this project, he was told that he's not allowed to do that. In fact, he needs a certified contractor to come in and do it for him. Money. Yeah. There are so many examples of shit like this that really yeah, yeah. piss me off. I hear you. I hear you need to pay for everything. Don't sit and tell me that the living expenses over here are cheap. Listen, yeah. The, Actually, the produce that you buy in all these supermarkets, I'm sorry to disagree with you like that. No, it's fucked. The, oh, no. They're all so much more expensive than most countries I've ever been to. Yeah. I, they're so much no, more expensive. I don't know. I don't they know. They are, bro. I don't know they that's are. true. I don't know you that's You pay true. for a fucking sandwich at a normal corner shop, like three quid pounds yeah. for like a cheese and ham sandwich? That's probably Are about right in the UK me? now. No, it's not. I bet it no, fucking is. I bet it no, fucking it's not. is. You can get meal deals for like three fifty. Not anymore, mate. Not anymore. It's like four quid now. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, in the heart of London city centre, if you're paying £3 for a basic cheese and ham sandwich, then, you know, that's pretty expensive. No, I would say that's... I live... I worked in London. It's about three quid. For a sandwich, and also, I'd just like to point out, I could go to You're Waitrose. Missing the point, I'm anyway. not missing the point. No, let's keep it on sandwiches for a second. I can go to Waitrose right now and get an eight dirham and fifty fill sandwich. No, you can't. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Coronation chicken, cheese and onion, um, hummus and carrot. There's a few different options. I do it every day because it's the cheapest way to eat. But you can eight dirhams and fifty fills, which is about one pound fifty. No, it's not. It's about two quid. No, it's cheaper than two quid. It's two quid. Well, the exchange rate is 4.69 at the minute. Do some quick maths. How much dirhams? 8.50. Please stand by whilst we Google. 182. There you go. Less than two quid. That's cheaper than most London places. Who has a hummus sandwich? Right. Cheese and onion, delicious. Coronation chicken, delicious. I think it was carrot and hummus. But, right, cheese. then you'll look at the bread and it'll have, like, emulsifiers in it and all that bullshit. No, it's Waitrose. What are you talking about? It's the same as the UK. Whatever you say, boss. 
You anyway. can, uh, no, no, anyway. no, 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 anyway. keep on it for a minute. No, because I want to finish my fucking point. <laughs> I apologise, go you on. You go to any shops, yeah? They are just as, or if not, much more than the UK. Don't give me that bollocks. I'm not saying it's cheaper than the UK. And I'm saying it's gonna be cheaper than there, the UK. There are days in the UK where you can leave the house and not spend a fucking penny. Yes. You can't do when that. When was the yet? last day you left the house and didn't spend anything? Couldn't tell you. Right. But it's not that hard to do. Do you have to pay to send your kids to primary school in the UK? No. 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 Right, okay. <laughs> so you do over here and it costs a fucking fortune. Yeah. Yeah, but you will find probably that more people are opting And you'll for... find it because there's so many privatised schools over here that your kids are probably learning fuck all. Because <laughs> the teachers are... Uh, how many teachers have you met out here? A few and they're They're not all... the smartest bunch, are they? They're not, no. no. <laughs> they're not, to be fair. No. And they get fucking wasted on the weekends. <laughs> they have a brilliant time over here, mate. <laughs> fucking hell. I actually considered being a teacher. Fucking hell. Because I thought, how hard is it to get just a fucking learning course, you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I would say, I now have a lot of friends that are finishing uni, they've done their teacher courses and they're now starting to be teachers. They're always on the lash every weekend and they're wearing, you know, their skimpy outfits and stuff. I look at like some of my friends that are teachers now and I was like, fuck me, like, if I stumbled across your Instagram as a child whilst you were my teacher, my mind would be blown, do you know yeah, what I mean? Uh, do you know what I mean, though? Yeah, it's different. I mean, the teachers that I had... It's a different generation, yeah. geezer. That'd be so interesting. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving swiftly on. Um, God, lad. Well, I guess we've got a few things to talk about in today's... Um, it usually does take us quite a bit of time to get through the news, if you'd call it that. Um, <laughs> we have dragged it out this week as well because we don't have that much to talk about. We always drag it out. Right, anyway. Mate. Well, fucking hell. I wanted to talk about... Can I get a uh, Pepsi or Coke, please? Thank I'll, you. I'll have a tiger, no, please. So... Yeah, you wanted to talk about... I wanted to talk about tax because we've spoken about it today already. Yeah. We talked about corporate tax, right? So I wanted to talk about value-added tax. Yeah. In general. Now, I do commercial real estate, as you know by now, I'm sure. And there's a practice in Dubai that a lot of brokers are not aware of. It just goes on. It's independent landlords with commercial properties at least 50 to 60 or 70% of the time are not tax registered. Fucking hell. They should be. And the tenants who take on small office spaces with these independent landlords aren't tax registered either. But me as a guy who thinks, right, this is a commercial property and I'm a broker, when I first started, I was leasing offices and I said to the tenants, yeah, you better pay VAT on this because it's a commercial property. Small office, tiny. And they'd be like, oh, what? <laughs> Never heard of that. <laughs> and they'd pay value-added tax on the thing, or they would call it value-added yeah, tax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually just an extra 5% because the landlord didn't tell me if he was tax registered or not. <laughs> and he's getting an extra 5% and he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> and he doesn't think someone's going to come knocking at his door later on. So... I've had a deal recently where I've looked heavily into value-added tax and 
the federal tax authority in Dubai. Right. And it turns out that if you're buying or selling or renting or leasing commercial property, get fucking tax registered. <laughs> like, seriously. Um, yes, it's not an urgent requirement for the... It's not necessarily an urgent requirement in most circumstances, but someone could come knocking at your door one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and this, they probably will know in Dubai, I would yeah. say. In this particular case, usually if, if the seller of a property, commercial property, is not VAT registered, then they won't be able to issue a tax invoice. Right. Therefore, the buyer is like, right, so I'm not paying tax on this one, I guess. Well, the buyer should, in their own time, go to FTA and pay themselves. Right. Okay. Directly. Okay. If they, or they can do it online as well, after the property has been transferred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is something that you know it's taken a year or something, two years, or whatever. And I'm like, fucking hell! You know, I did the rewrite exam. Yes. Yes. Three times. Well, I passed it on my first time, but. Right my colleagues were doing it as well and they're like Dan you passed it shit help us out please okay and yeah thank you very much I did it three times yeah and not one single time did I see thank you. any question about VAT yeah I didn't see any question about about tax in general nothing at all so because it's such a new concept yeah no man like it's been standard for fuck knows but the but then it comes to the point where it's like my seller my buyer at the time was like dan what the fuck do i do and i said this i said listen here's a document with the fta yes you should pay vat i am not advise i'm not going to advise you to pay it because I am not a tax advisor. Yeah. I am not a registered tax agent. I am a broker, and it's not within my RERA guidelines to advise you on anything like this. Fair enough, yeah. But what I can say is, if you look at this document, yeah, you better fucking pay it. Fair enough. All right, so some questions then. And you may have just touched on it. Sorry if you did. If you are an individual buying a residential property from a company that is VAT registered, do you have to pay that? No. Okay. However, that company, if if it's yeah, it'll be part of their their profits, I guess. So the company will have to pay VAT. Corporate tax. They'll have to pay. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Okay. They won't pay value-added tax like five percent or whatever on this, but they they might need to pay. It might contribute to their percentages at the end of the year. And what about vice Within versa? Within their audits. If you're a VAT registered company buying a residential property from an individual you don't pay VAT on residential property in general even if you're a VAT registered company but if you're a company then you're, you're, if you're purchasing something you won't pay VAT on residential because people don't pay VAT on residential however the profits that they gain from owning that Corporate if they tax. rent it or they sell it are now part of their income stream what if they buy it with the intention of turning it into a commercial property to turn a residential property into commercial property, 
they'll need to pay for their approvals and all that. But once it's commercial, it's commercial. So what about a residential property being sold by a VAT registered company and bought by a VAT registered company? They don't pay VAT for the transfer right. of that property. Okay. But like I said, if they're selling it if, as a company and you know they sell and it contributes to their, their income, then they'll pay the corporate tax now based on that. Fair enough. So basically to sum up, if you're in the commercial world, go and get financial advice from yeah, somewhere. Yeah, because when you're selling residential property, although you don't pay VAT on it, like I said, the profits that you make from that could contribute in terms of corporate tax if you are a company. But I don't know that for sure. But because you're not a financial advisor. I would 100% recommend getting a financial advisor. A good one though. Yeah, yeah, because of course. Because I went on to... Not Mohammed from down the road. I went yeah. to FTA and I looked at the tax registered agents. There's 400 pages of tax agents. And I called one up because I wanted some information. And he had the answers. He didn't want to tell me over the phone. So he says, listen, my services, blah, blah, blah. 750. I could barter with these guys if I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But I don't want to barter with someone who's good at their job. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? I pay yeah. a price that gives me a good service, but it doesn't seem as simple as that. So I would get a lawyer first before I got a tax advisor. Oh, okay. Because the lawyers know these the good people and the lawyers can help you. Yeah, they should have in, the connection. In general, when it comes to... Unless you end up getting a shit lawyer. Unless, yeah, it's just fucking start from the sticks and stones again but, <laughs> but yeah I would recommend a tax tax agent fair enough you do want to understand this stuff uh, yeah you've got to right apparently it's, it's apparently money and tax and business and accounts and finance in general is a language and yeah. it takes yeah. people like five years to crack it and I've I've met with clients who are in the finance game and they said it took me five years of hardcore study but once I cracked it, bro, I'm fucking in. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, Jesus, is it like that? He says it's, it's a language. And once you know how to speak it and work in the money world, then it's a different fucking ballgame. Yeah, fair enough. Um, fair enough. All right, nice little bit on tax there. I don't have too much to add. I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to say. Well, yeah, so as a real estate agent and broker, it's not your job to know about tax. However, it's a valued added service if you know a bit more and you can advise on it. Um, speaking of which, if you cannot hack being a real estate broker, where do you go, Josh? <laughs> well, Daniel, you probably go into recruitment, <laughs> as a guess. If you're a recruiter. <laughs> There's a great uh, meme is it a meme? Would you call it a meme or a yeah, gif or something? Yeah, a meme, I guess. A meme, yeah. Go on, do you want to describe it to us? You'll do it more justice than I will. Okay, so the caption is when you spend three months in real estate and you don't make a single deal. <laughs> and then the guy in the video goes, the reason why I became a recruiter. <laughs> the three I, reasons why I became uh, a recruiter. The three reasons why I became a recruiter, <laughs> a recruiter. instead of a real estate agent <laughs> is... There was another great one that was like... Um, you know, it's like the Muppet with the shifty eyes going like that. Yeah. I'll put it in, and it's, um, it's like a little transcript between a client and a recruiter. And it goes, um, recruiter, you can make so much money as a real estate agent. 
client how much money did you make as a real estate agent and then it's just the shifty eye thing like that yeah fucking brilliant that um but, I, I wrote this down because i've seen i've been obviously i was in the job market so i followed a load of uh recruiters on linkedin and uh fuck me mate like i know they've got a job to do and all this sort of stuff but the posts that they post on linkedin is ridiculous you'll what be kind of posts so they're all like paragraphs and paragraphs right and it'll be like moving to dubai was the best decision i've ever made i've made a life for myself here i've made so much money this is where my home is this is where my heart is dubai is the city for you then you go on their profile and it'll be moved to dubai three months ago or some shit like uh, that do you know what I mean? i'm just sick of it man i'm just so bored of it because... i will admit though it's, it's like all professions there's diamonds in the rough yeah of course there are some really good recruiters out there the good recruiters are the ones that have been here for five plus years though i think yeah, anyone less they, than that i think they, is just those who take the job seriously it's not just targets do you know what i mean like at the end of the day we've had a lot of talks about becoming a good broker is about becoming a consultant and it's the same with with jobs right they know yeah, yeah, they might have their niche in certain industries but if they don't then you know they might it's hard for them to understand totally every single kind of job because yeah. they're not technically capable to to understand the intricacies of certain job roles yeah yeah, yeah whereas no, if you specialized in industrial uh fucking construction then you would know what kind of construction managers or whatever to to target yeah exactly it's li- likewise with when it comes to real estate it's like it's a pitch it's like selling so and fucking hell there's a lot of agents out here so for recruiters if they can employ a lot of oh well, they, they find the companies to recruit for first yeah the yeah, big yeah. ones already yeah. have their hr department but the smaller ones they hire um, externally yeah yeah exactly but what i wanted to posit to you daniel is seeing all these posts about this is my home this is where i want to live all this sort of stuff i've made it a home i've only been here for two days but it's my home now blah blah, blah. do you feel like dubai is your home no so i sort of knew you were going to say that and uh, i would say i would 90%, say it's my home for now yeah 90 percent of people i talk to don't want to spend forever out here right the reason people are here are for well it is just opportunity is what it boils down to right yeah like the money you make here is near on impossible to earn that sort of money back in the uk that's a that's a pretty much fact there is this sort of like expat naivety though when it comes to money for example like you start a career over here and you're splashing it all and you know going out and dubai life and it's very easy to get caught up in it but what people don't realize is is that yeah your wage is not taxed right yeah but listen to this you've not got a fucking pension going on here yeah do you know what i mean yeah where are your savings going it's very easy to just chillax and yeah you might have a hundred quid at the end of the month but you better fucking you know, read the, the expat millionaire book. Yeah, read, no, you've got to be sensible. You've got to be, yeah. And a lot of people just aren't, man. No, I totally agree with you, mate. I totally agree with you. But uh, we but we briefly mentioned it last week, and I'm coming back round to it. If you're earning 25k a month out here, that's about five grand 
a month sterling in the UK, right? Yeah. That's in your back pocket. That's 60 grand a year in your back pocket. To be earning that in the UK, to be taking home 60K a year, you have to be earning about 100 grand. Yeah. Your salary job in the UK before tax has to be about 100 grand. Who's earning 100 grand in the UK? Doctors, lawyers. High school teachers. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. What are you fucking talking about? High school teachers. A hundred No, no, um, high school head teachers. Maybe head teachers, yeah. yeah, but how many head teachers are there in the UK? As many as there are schools. Uh, yeah, which isn't that many. <laughs> well, I, like, I couldn't go back to the UK now, and I'm not earning much at the minute, but I could not earn this much back in the UK. Like, what? Let's say you're earning 30 grand a year in the UK. You're only getting about 1,400 quid in your back pocket. Which isn't much, that's what, 10,000 dirhams? There's ways and means of beating the system. Like, for example, my dad is a self-employed joiner and he is getting absolutely fucked by the tax man. Yeah, yeah. Because he just does the village, but he audits everything, he, 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 just, he just lets the tax man fuck Rip him in the ass. Also, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, Dad, you know you get paid in cash. Like... What are you doing? <laughs> Writing receipts. <laughs> but the alternative is you get fucked by the tax man in 5, 10, 15 years' time and then you're screwed. How? What do you mean how? He they doesn't know how much. Assets. And my assets. I just, his van's fucked. He's, he, needs to pay, <laughs> he needs to pay for all his own equipment, right? He doesn't get... Like, he can, he can um, reduce his tax based on how much he needs to maintain his equipment and stuff and what's viable. Yeah, yeah. But even at that, it's, it's like a, a business owner and blah, 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 blah. He's getting absolutely ripped, man. But that's my point. But if he was to come out here and do it, he would be fucking laughing. Yeah, true. But, well, no, not true. Because he works, he works wood, slate, stone, and all kinds of joinery and stuff. He, he, wouldn't be working on these villas, mate. No, I... Not with these blokes. I, I, I know if, there was different sort of standards, but if you just look at it from... Forget about what the industry is, nah, just on finances nah, alone. Bad. If he was to come over to Dubai, if he wasn't to do a good wage, he wouldn't be doing the actual construction work. No, no, of course. Do you know course. what I mean? Because they've got way too much people coming from abroad who are fine with very low the wages. The cheap labour, yeah. So he would yeah. need to become said manager or company owner who would employ these people and that's not my dad's style. No, fair enough. So. Fair enough, mate. I just wanted to bring that up again. Talking of recruiters, it just pisses me off. Recruiters. Man. Recruiters. You've got one last thing written on your page. I can't read it from it this It says angle. Google Maps and that's you. Oh, yeah. Fuck me. Just a rant, right? Google Maps does not work in downtown or Business Bay or any of that shit. It, it does. Ju- it, it doesn't. It doesn't. I had to do a half an hour journey from my house to... Um, it was actually dearer, but it was sort of like business. Uh, uh, it was downtown the end of dearer. Oh, right, right. So it was still downtown, but it's classed as dearer. Fuck me. It would come up on maps. It'd be like, keep left. Did you pass Trade Centre? Uh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. The, the, when, you, when you pass the Trade Centre roundabout and you keep going forward, that's when the roads get. Yeah, I know exactly. It what just you're stops. No, working. I've taken the wrong road there a hundred times. Like, I used to work in the Deer Enrichment Project. I'd go up there all the time. Bro, I know exactly what you're saying. Go it on. Maps quite clearly says keep left to take this exit. Okay, I'm keeping left. 
and then Max would go, recalibrating, you should have taken the third right. I'm like, what are you, but you said keep left. Yeah, it goes like left, right, left. But, but on Google it says, anticipate it, Google says take the next right, and then the, it has underneath it on the left as yeah, well. Yeah, so what do you, you mean? You go on the next right, and then left doesn't turn out to be left. Turned out to be yeah. in the middle or something. So Mate, yeah, it, it's total it, like, gamble. Doubled my journey time. You're like, what the fuck? And then you start trying to anticipate it. So then it'll be like turn left, and you'll be like, right, okay. Looking at the junction coming up, that must mean turn right. And <laughs> so then I'm like, right, Maps, I'm going to fucking beat you on this one. I'm going to turn right. And then you're like, oh, no, it actually meant turn uh, left. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. I, I hate it, mate. It does not work in downtown. I've been there. It does it's not, not downtown, work. no. It's Deer or whatever you want to fucking yeah. call it. It doesn't work. Been but there. yeah, I just wanted to get that off my chest. Jesus Christ, be doing my head in. And ways used to be good. And then I realised that you couldn't share the locations on WhatsApp and... It just became outdated quite quickly. Yeah, yeah. Google yeah, yeah. Maps is your only hope right now. And it's just shit. But I reckon this 2GIS is coming out with something quality. Oh, well, that's what all the delivery drivers use. I so there must that. be something in it. No, that 100%. If you go on Google and then compare it to 2GIS on an eagle's eye point of view, 2GIS is way superior. Interesting. Maybe I'll have to give it a go. On Google, you don't even see the buildings sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On 2GIS, they're there. And they've got a scalable 3D model of it that you can put up. <laughs> and if you press in the building, you'll find out who works in there. Fucking hell, that's a bit insane. That's quite It's insane. excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely excellent. No, I do know because when I got lost using Google Maps, I had to ask a delivery driver and he pulled out his 2Gs on his on his phone he was showing me it and I was like actually this does look pretty good but it's like the whole Android iPhone debate you get so used to a certain interface that you then don't want to change Google needs you know to up I mean? their fucking game man but um, I didn't realise I could download an app to GIS I just use it when I'm at work to either find companies in certain buildings and LinkedIn them or just have a better look at a project okay because even shit that's not built yet it'll be like a half built building you'll be like fuck and it's still I'm surprised there's not wee model crane sticking out like, <laughs> it's pretty impressive yeah oh, that's alright I'll check that out tonight then um, yeah that's about it from my side Dan anything you want to add um, why don't we we sum up a little bit about what we talked about so God, this will make we, a change. <laughs> we talked about corporate tax it's 9% in Dubai that was effective as of June Titanic don't go and see it unless you know you want the same papers that you might die or something so just ignore it cotton buds who gives a fuck but <laughs> at the same time yeah you probably should uh, I don't know it's false advertising use them carefully interest in the UK apparently they're trying to help them out over there I hope no, it does this doesn't help them out that was the whole point of it alright oh, it doesn't help well this that's useful um, Dubai tax VAT get registered if it's business or if you're buying commercial property, just register yourself and, you know, there's there's some cheap advice out there which, from tax agents that are registered with FTA, use their service, it's like 700 dirhams and, you know, you can get some assurity in that. Recruiters, there are good ones and bad <laughs> ones, just like real estate agents. Yes, and true, true. Three reasons why I became a recruiter instead of real estate agent. Do we know it's three reasons? Yeah, because it's three months. 
you haven't made any money. But why did you did you listen to the video though? Like, yeah. What was his three reasons? Oh, he did. He cut it off before oh. he started speaking about because the three reasons are he didn't make money in month right. one, he didn't make money in month two, he didn't make money in well, month three. Oh, there you go. You didn't um, understand the meme, but fine. And nothing wrong with being a recruiter. I've met a few really cool ones. Oh yeah, I know yeah. some amazing recruiters, but it just pisses me off seeing yeah. all these stupid. That's a bit of yeah. It's like a rivalry between real estate agents and recruiters. Um, just just one more thing on that I know recruiters that will post these posts about this is the place to be blah 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 when they're actively leaving Dubai because they hate it so much <laughs> it's so it just does my fucking head in just be honest man I suppose that would uh, damage your credibility right because if you're a recruiter and you say somewhere's good on your LinkedIn and you go back home because it was actually shit and then you start up a new job and I look at your LinkedIn profile and and then it's not going to be like, worry. why did you re- leave real estate and go into recruitment? Why did you leave Dubai and come back to the UK? Exactly. Like, you're going to have to think of something else there. Exactly. Um, Google Maps. Uh, up Use your game. Use 2GIS. It's excellent. And I think that's about it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's it, guys. Thanks for listening, as always. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. We're back on the YouTubes now. We come straight out on the YouTube. Uh, have you seen it? It's got quite a... Have you watched one of the latest ones? It's just you adding me memes and faces in it, right? No, no, I, I gave up on that because that was too much effort. But it's got this cool little... All I've got to do is press a uh, button yeah, and then yeah. it comes up with like the speech thing, like this this yeah, sound yeah. wave thing. So yeah, we're on YouTube now, so like, comment, subscribe. Please leave us a comment if you uh, have anything that you want us to speak about. When you're listening to us on your podcast, please leave us a review. It goes a long way. And tell your friends about us because that's how we get new listeners. Thanks, everyone. Catch you later. Thanks, guys. Adios, amigos. Bye.